Guys, what's up? It's the Meme Lord Monday podcast, and I'm your host, Matt Matias. This is a Christian podcast where we interview Christian influencers and content creators and help you find the meme in everyday life. Today's Meme Lord is my buddy, Kevin McCreary, who is a renowned Christian movie critic. Uh, This guy, he's a really great friend of mine and just an overall hilarious dude. And during this episode, we talk about basically movies in general and why Christian movies just suck. They just, they're known to suck. So I ask him the question, are there any good Christian movies out there? This episode of Meme Lord Monday is brought to you by Covenant Eyes. Covenant Eyes is a screen monitoring accountability software that you can get on your phone and on your computer. And with our promo code, letter M, number four, letter J, you can get 30 days for free of Covenant Eyes. If you're serious about getting over a, whether it be a porn addiction or just trying to get adult content off of your screens, Covenant Eyes is for you. If you want access to that, the link is in the show notes of this episode. And now, on with the show. Like, how's it going with the Christian movie scene, man? I know you did your your Christian uh, uh, Christmas coupon review. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, uh, which was I'm, hilarious. I guess I'm just holding out for Princess Cut 3, which is coming out <laughs> in February. So <sighs> that drops a, a nice little Valentine's Day surprise. So wonderful. Did it take them like two weeks to make that one? Because I feel like Princess Cut they 2 just like back just back Superman style. <laughs> Oh, mm. nice. Superman, the motion picture or Pirates very, very of the nice. Caribbean two and three or the Matrix. I guess it's like the Matrix because like Matrix. Uh, yeah. Revelation and Revelation Road. <laughs> the Matrix <laughs> Revolution. <laughs> uh, whatever the second and third Matrix movie was, because yeah. those came out like eight months apart. I remember at the time people feeling like that was a bad idea to like release them so close together. Because there was nothing, yeah. there was nothing, there was nobody asking them to do that. I think, yeah, if they would have spent more time on it, it would have done much better, I think. Because it was, it felt so rushed. They were like trying, we got to ride the tidal wave. Yeah. And uh, it, like, you know, you don't, you just make a good movie. <laughs> How yeah, about you do don't that? don't release them, at, at least wait a year, like Lord of the Rings did. What was it, The Hobbit? The Ho- I know with the Hobbit ones, they they essentially did that too, right? With um... Yeah, they wanted to... Because it was kind of a cool thing. For three years, you had... Every Christmas, you had a Lord of the Rings movie. Mm-hmm. And then I think the Narnia movie came out the next year after that. Hmm. Uh, Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe. Mm. You guys wouldn't know. You're too young. Yeah, so... <laughs> Dude, like... <laughs> Did they? I wish they would do that over again. Like, did they ever do last? I don't even know. Did they do last battle? Last um, battle is probably one of the best books I've ever read in my life, and they need to do it. Like, they have yeah. to do it. Me and my buddy Mike, who's also on this call, were invited to go see a Christian program called The Chosen, which is a Christian, an independent, crowdfunded Christian program about Jesus. And this is what we had to say about it. So we went to see The Chosen, and your yes. biggest critique was that it kind of got markety on that mm. that uh, Christmas special um Why, have you like what is it about movies 
No, I, I feel. I think I feel <laughs> the same way. Wow. <laughs> now I seem to recall. What? So did you. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with the marketing, Kevin? Uh, no, like, yeah. I mean, what what happens? Like, why do movies do that? Is it just is it just purely for the money and the networking? Like, maybe it's... you can break down the processing for us. I mean, I'm I'm very much not behind the scenes on on any of this, but it, it just observing what goes on. I think that that's for Christians. When you think, let's get a bunch of famous people together and then you think of Christmas specials, you know, I mean, even Star Wars did their holiday special and had a bunch Mm -hmm. of famous people come together. Um, You know, it it, It shouldn't have. Right. Like to me, it's (laughs) it's so gimmicky and such a disaster, but but not even Star Wars isn't beyond doing such a thing. I think that's the motivation behind it. And then, you know, it's COVID. So it's like, all right, well, we can put something together and we can do it quickly. Uh, so we have all of these songs. Um, and, and look at all these famous people. Nashville is that way. And I, it felt very Nashville-y to me. Mm-hmm. But like, that's kind of what happens with Christian stuff in Nashville. Um, I would go to these uh, these mixers or these events where you know you get to you meet different people you know it's for marketing and business inevitably they become music people get togethers and Mm -hmm. i like people who play music but they when it comes to meeting people who i can work with typically if i need to find someone who plays music i can do that in nashville it's not too Mm -hmm. difficult Uh, but it's not always easy to find people who are like creating good quality content, like good films and that sort of thing. And so um, this felt that way. Like, so here's this really cool, interesting, well-written series. And then, hey, I've got an idea. Look at all. We've gotten so many messages from these famous people. Um, I remember even uh, Adventures in Odyssey did this once where they had... um, they had Phil Joel get in touch with them and say, "Hey, I really love Adventures in Odyssey. I'd love, I'd love to work with you sometime. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd love to shine and let them wonder what I've got." Oh my god! <laughs> and, <laughs> and so, uh, so they did. He did like a song for them uh, for Adventures in Odyssey, and and that sort of thing happens. Like you, you make something, and then these musicians get in touch. They're like. I want to I want to be a part of whatever you guys are doing. And so then you start brainstorming like, well, how do I get this musician to be, you know, they've got an audience. How do I get them to be a part of this? And uh and that I've just seen that type of thing happen and that's what mm-hmm. this felt like is that kind of thing where they're like, how do we make a thing and get, you know, use all these musicians who want to be a part of the chosen. But you know what? I'll, you know, I made a video and I complained about it, thought, said it was boring and I thought it was just, <laughs> I mean, you guys were in the theater. It just didn't feel yeah. like a theatrical yeah. thing. It just felt no. like a bunch of YouTube music videos. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but a lot of people who are defensive of The Chosen told me I was wrong in the comments. So I guess I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> No, I think I felt uh, the spirit of God, Kevin. Yeah, Are you well, serious? A lot of people liked it. 
But what I I guess the problem I have is because it it is the type of thing that just people who like Christian movies in general and who look at the chosen and are like, oh, cool. A thing that is about Jesus is popular. So I like it. And it it kind of snowballs. It becomes Mm -hmm. popular because of that. Where to me, what's awesome about the chosen is is the writing and the production and the attention to detail and the craftsmanship where I'm looking at this and, and watching this story of Jesus Christ being told, I think, the way that a story about Jesus probably should be told. Here's this realistic, funny, you know, n- not afraid of what the audience thinks type show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that you would have, if you pitched to some studio, hey, we're going to do a series about Jesus and, uh, and, Matthew is going to be yeah. he's going to be yeah. slightly uh mentally on the spectrum. Yeah. yeah. Uh then everybody would laugh you you'd be laughed out of the building. Nobody would go for that. But it's because you ha- you haven't done <laughs> the research and and it you're you're looking at it from the perspective of I don't know what you're talking about and I haven't read and looked into and and thought through these characters the way you have. Mm-hmm. Uh, but fortunately, the chosen was able to do what they wanted to do uh, with their show, and uh, because they had the crowdfunding to be able to do that, and so then they did. And to me, I'm like, you know, people are like, well, what would it take to make a good Christian thing? Well, I guess this, you know, yeah. It and it's not a perfect show, but it's it's just so charming. Like it's a very. Yeah. Uh, it's very fun. It, you know, you get to know the characters, you laugh, you're, mm-hmm. you're moved by, you see these moments that you read about and hear about in the Bible and you're like, oh, here is a way. I've never seen this portrayed in a way that I actually could see it happening. You know, sometimes you read stuff in the Bible and you're like, how would that conversation, how would it come about? How would that come across not insane? <laughs> like some <laughs> of the stuff that Jesus says. And they, I'm often... And I'm interested to see what they do next because, like, I'm often in the show, like, man, how are they going to, you know, I'm excited to see how they're going to portray some of these moments. Mm-hmm. And I think there are moments in, like, the Risen or in Passion of the Christ, the flashback stuff, that have done yeah. that sort of thing. So it's not the first time this has been done. But w- with all of that, to me, when I see something and people defending stu- stuff like the, the Christmas special, I I'm reminded that even if something like this is made, not everybody is seeing in it what I see in it, which means that Mm -hmm. people are going to walk away from seeing something that is like kind of uh, industry changing and still be fine with going to see Kendrick brothers movies. Cause all they're seeing is that it's talking about Jesus and they like that. The crazy and thing I about the chosen, I think. <laughs> no, no, not at all. I agree with you. I, I agree with everything you're saying. The crazy thing about the chosen, though, is like they really haven't even haven't even gotten to like the meat of the story of Jesus mm-hmm. yet. I know. It's like it's like here's the moment. This is before he even feeds the five thousand. Yeah, that moment between him, the woman at the well, where they spend. I I don't know. I I do need to go back and read. Watching it, I'm like, I should read. <laughs> I should probably read the Bible. <laughs> but and that, that's the other thing with people who get mad about the chosen who are like this is a false gospel. 
But <laughs> nothing has in- inspired me to go and read what really happened. Because you know right. it's not not everything that's happening in this is what really happened. But it is interesting some of the stuff that did really happen. And you're like, oh, oh, that was one of the things that really happened. Mm-hmm. I think they're having so much fun making the show that it's like they're just taking their time. And they're like, there's it's so like building upon itself that once they get to like the big stuff, like like you said, the feeding of the 5000 and the, the crucifixion, dude, that's going to like, man, that's going to be that's huge. Gonna slam. <laughs> man, when they kill Jesus. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Like, they'll be, but, they'll but like, be, look out. <clears throat> <laughs> so obviously we could talk about the chosen for like a hot minute. Yeah. But is there anything else besides the chosen that you can say that is like enjoyable quality Christian entertainment? Like yeah, that's the out right now. Series. <laughs> <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I have Stockholm syndrome for the princess cut franchise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, VeggieTales, uh, many of their episodes early on are, are really funny, really well done. Um, I mean, not the not God is bigger than the boogeyman. It's it's well talking about the new stuff. It's awful. But <laughs> it's still like it's funny and well written. Um, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't think anything's at the level in terms of just. I've said before, I'm a real sucker for character development. And so the chosen is right Mm -hmm. there where I'm like, you know, here to me, characters, well-written characters make you, you know, when you can laugh at a thing that you're like, that is so that character. Um, And I think Matthew does that so much in the chosen where you're, you're like that, that's, you know, it's like the good doctor. He's very much like the good doctor. I don't know if you've ever watched that show. Um, But it has that that feeling, but it's endearing. And and yet, you know, all of them where where you have these kind of, um, you know, just these interactions that, uh, you know, like like the the first Avengers movie where you you you've I remember not sure if I was going to like that because um, I was like, how are they going to take all these lead characters and put them in a movie? And what they did is they created conflict. They had all these like Mm -hmm. characters that you knew and they showed they had natural scenarios where, um, you know, you've got really smart Bruce Banner and really smart Tony Stark. But yet Bruce Banner is more reserved. Tony Stark is is more bombastic and Mm. they butt heads because they're both like at first Tony Stark's like, all right, you and I finally someone on my level. And, but you know, Bruce Banner's not interested in being an insane person. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so it, it, the way that they created character and, and, you know, the fish out of the water for Captain America and stuff. I, I think that stuff is, that is handled well. And I, I think that that's what the chosen does well. So it's for me personally, it's one of, it's kind of tailor made. Mm. yeah Um, even though as far as like what you like for christian Mm -hmm. media yeah like is is there anything so uh, you know i I, your your preferences aside would you say Mm -hmm. there's anything else that's really watchable (laughs) right now in christian media i mean i know i've talked about like how breakthrough was a well-made movie and i actually feel that way about all of those uh devon franklin films even though i'm like these are i don't really believe that 
spoiler alert, I don't believe that a little kid went to heaven and then came back. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> I don't think it's real. Um, <laughs> but I don't I don't believe heaven is for real. So oh my God. <laughs> the movie. I don't believe the movie uh... Heaven is for real. <laughs> no, but I, I I think that um I think that they're well made movies, but I again they're not great theological films. Yeah. Um <sighs> I will say, I'll come out and say this. I'm a bit burnt out, uh, yeah. I would say. Um, I I haven't made a review in a long time. And even a God's Not Dead movie came out. And that typically is like Christmas for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it, it was a, it's a hard movie to watch because it's so bad. And it's so, <laughs> it, to me, it's so obvious how bad it is. <laughs> that what is there to say? Um <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing left to say uh that who i feel like i create this echo chamber and i'm like man yeah you know i'm i don't know I, but i'm tired and but what's yeah. funny is i love making my reviews they're my favorite thing to do but i'm also working a lot of jobs um is there a good christian movie that's the question yeah uh I, honestly I, I mean I, chosen is basically spearheading everything yeah i mean it's un- it's it's a good thing, but it's also an unfortunate thing, right? And and I think this what makes me sad about it. What what kind of that's what I was getting at with the um with the uh, the Christmas special thing is that yeah you know oftentimes people say this oh Christian movies they're getting better look at you know this movie or that movie look at the chosen it's mm-hmm. and I would agree that but I think those are anomalies i think that there are mm-hmm. moments in time where a director is like i want to make something that's better than what people have made but then the result from that is you know it's it's the same as when independence day came out and then it was all these disaster movies hollywood does the same thing where the takeaway you know that was the fear when deadpool did really well that oh now they're just going to make a bunch of crappy rated r superhero movies and i i think that happens in the christian world too where something will do well and so you know it's it's much more glaring where you have passion of the christ and you can look at the christian movies that came out are these period piece biblical you know mm-hmm. you had one night with the king and um and the nativity story and you know a bunch of a bunch of those types of movies uh lord of the rings did well you you had pan's labyrinth and a bridge to terabithia and uh, El El Gato, <laughs> El El Garado. I can't remember. What. <laughs> Aragon. That that is see oh, Mary. Okay. Uh, nice Mary. Uh, all these movies coming out after Kendrick Brothers movie, doing these campaigns, sending you know to youth group, youth pastors and stuff. Hey, mm-hmm. uh, bring buy out theaters and stuff. Like that's when that um. That became big. And even I remember the Superman Man of Steel did that as their one of their campaign strategies was trying to get youth ministers and, and pastors to bring what? Yeah, because they're like, Are you kidding Christ me? Imagery. He's in remember, he's in the church and, and there's a there's a, Jesus is in the stained glass behind him. <laughs> trying to do like the Kendrick Brothers My gosh. <laughs> campaign strategy. And I I don't, I mean, of course you're going to get a bunch of people trying to do um, crowdfunding. I mean, that's been happening. Mm -hmm. Um, 
But I, I just always feel like the takeaway isn't going to be, oh, it seems like good content, well-written character development is doing well. Let's do more of that. Because that's mm. that takes work and that takes like arti- artistry. Um, yeah. And that's not really what you cash in on. And I don't know that audiences care about that. Like what I don't think the takeaway from The Chosen, I think a lot of people like it because of that but a, a lot of people just like it because it's popular and um and people are watching it and it's about jesus yeah and it's getting people to think about jesus and that's like so magic in that like obviously there's only like three christian movies <laughs> like like in existence compared yeah. to like the the secular movie industry that just pumps out movies you know year after year i mean i know it's slowed down since covid but uh, what would you say that are, are some watchable non-Christian movies out right now that you're watching at least? Oh, I watched that movie you were talking, that animated movie. That was pretty good. Encanto? Yeah. I watched that Ron's Gone Wrong. That was, uh, I like that cute. one. The, yeah. the only that, thing yeah. about it is, did you guys see that other one on Netflix, Mitchell's versus uh, the the end of the world the machines the machines okay yes uh it's funny it's really good other than at the end they imply that the girl is what gay. what kevin so that's not very memes for jesus <laughs> The internet is more accessible than it's ever been. And with that has come an absolute pandemic of people addicted to pornography. This addiction statistically is affecting Christians and non-Christians alike. It's a problem. Porn is a human problem, but Covenant Eyes provides a human solution. Covenant Eyes helps you and the ones you love live porn-free through transformative accountability relationships. With Covenant Eyes, you choose someone that you know and trust to walk with you as your ally and to hold you accountable for your online behavior. Me and my friends use it, and I've seen it firsthand break the bonds of addiction in people's lives. This stuff works. So basically what you do is you download the Covenant Eyes app, it tracks the activity on your devices, and your friend, who's your ally, gets a victory app which shares your activity feed right to their phone. You and your ally will be able to celebrate victories together and have honest and caring conversations about your successes, setbacks, and triggers. Nothing works better than this. If you struggle with pornography addiction online and you're ready to see some victory in your life, download Covenant Eyes and use promo code MONDAY for 30 days free. Try it out. I've gotten so many success stories from this app, and that's why I'm so happy that they've chosen to sponsor Meme Lord Monday. Again, that's Covenant Eyes. Use the link in the show notes of this episode and use promo code MONDAY for 30 days free. Victory over addiction has never been easier. Yeah, I I see. I saw trailers for the um, the Ron one. I haven't seen the Mitchells versus Machines. Okay, might want to yeah. check that out. Uh, Mitchell's versus the machines. The editing's really funny, uh, and it's it's fun. A lot of fun characters and stuff. Um, and then yeah, so those are fun animated films for everybody to see. And I, um, I'm just, I mean, they do imply that it's just funny. It's always glaring when it's like, all right, you know that there was some sort of meeting about it. 
I mean, it's yeah. just the world we live in, I guess. But it's kind of like, okay, it's this, to me, it's often very similar to Christian stuff being uh-huh. put into a movie where it's like, all right, how do we strategically put this in? It's not part of the character, but um, mm-hmm. if we give a I did wanna, nod. I did want to ask you about that, though. Like, um, like what's what, what's up with that? What's up with the manipulation in movies where they have to, like, change the character or fit the narrative to like make people happy or whatever what like what's your knowledge behind that because i i'm always left confused like why do you have to do that for me why if, does it feel so TV forced show, well i think it's very glaring that every tv show has a lesbian character right <laughs> but they don't have like not every single one has a male gay character but every okay. single one every show because people are more comfortable with that Mm. Uh, I think is what it is. So it's obvious just catering to the audience. Mm. It's not with, with the ability to be able to say, look, look at how brave we were that, that we turn this character, you know, even I always think about, um, uh, stranger things did that with, with, uh, the girl who worked at the, uh, yeah, the ice thing. cream. And they, they even say in the behind the scenes that they did not write the character that way. And then they, but they were bragging about it. Like last minute we decided to make her gay. We thought that would be a great twist. And it's like, well, it's not a twist if, uh, I don't know. I, it, to me, it's, wait a minute. Who's gay in stranger things? Huh? Who's gay in, in stranger the, things? The Good. other ice cream shop employee girl. Oh, I mean, I yeah, must have and missed she that. Tells this really like the de- deceptive story where she is implies that she likes the guy and that, she was jealous of him in school. And then later she says, when I was jealous, it wasn't of you. It was of the girl that you were with. I forget. Yes. Okay. I do remember that now. I remember being like, Oh really? Really changed Mm -hmm. the world. (laughs) (laughs) But to me, you know, I, I, I've watched movies with characters that if that's part of their character, then it's part of the character. I'm gay. People exist in the yeah. world so i yeah. don't i think seeing part of the fun and interesting aspect of movies is seeing people do things that are i mean i'm not a superhero i'm not uh, i'm pretty much nothing you would see in a movie nobody's making a movie about me <laughs> particularly so that's as that kind of exploring and escaping and, and seeing the lives of other people is interesting to me it's when it's like hey here's this character and now the twist is that they're this thing and isn't that brave isn't that amazing and i think maybe it is from watching christian movies where it's like not so much the it's like the uh the field moment you know where hey they became a christian and aren't it's just for the audience to to clap be like wow yes yes yeah i'll say this i'll say this though like there is something to be said about representation because sure. Encanto, like, that is my culture. I'm Hispanic. Mm. I'm an Afro-Hispanic male. You're Colombian? <laughs> <laughs> but, like, okay, check it out. A lot of people, when they watched Encanto and they saw the, the triplets, when there was, like, a red-haired one, a dark-skinned one, and a, light, and a light-skinned one with black uh-huh. hair, they're like, how are they triplets? They're different colors. I'm like, well, that's, that's my culture. Like, Hispanic yeah. people are like that. Yeah. And... I'm, you know, I'm 100%, well, I'm, yeah, I'm 100% Hispanic. I'm I'll Dominican and Puerto Rican. DNA test. <laughs> <laughs> but like, and same thing with like uh, Miles Morales. Like, mm-hmm. he, he is me. I, I'm from, um, 
I'm from the East Coast. I'm a Hispanic male. And I, you know, I can't really, I can't really associate with any superheroes other than him. Um, yeah. Like imagine, put yourself in my shoes. Imagine if there were no superheroes that looked like you or had anything, to, you know, that resembled your history or what you lived through. Fortunately, there's so many uh, <laughs> skinny. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead, Kevin. <laughs> I guess there is the aspect that maybe I'll get bit by a radioactive spider and turn into uh, something other than myself. Oh, it could man. happen. Yeah, but you know what no, I'm saying, I, though. Like I, I feel, I feel validated. I, I feel I great. I'm not somebody who thinks, oh, they're putting, they're putting people these. <laughs> I, I think that's great. Even I did with, I did a review of, um, of Sp- into the Spider Verse, uh, with my friend on. YouTube, uh, Liz, not Lizzie. And we, we talked about that very thing. Like I, I, I think what was cool about that movie was both representation in terms of it's relatable, uh, but also for people who it represented a culture that I'm not, I'm not, I don't live in New York. I'm not in, uh, African-American culture or Hispanic culture. Uh, so it allowed me, it invited me into that world. And it was good for pigs too. Pigs? Yeah, oh, that, that's true. Yes, I felt they misrepresented the uh, the swine culture. <laughs> but that that's part of the you know part of the fun. But there's a difference between representation and exploitation. Yeah, that's and it. And I don't know where that is. I'm not like looking like oh where's the but it, you, I just feel it sometimes where I'm just like okay. And some of it's marketing. Like, I know this just from making content. Like, you make content for a, a reason, and then marketing has to have a way to sell it. You know, I think that's probably, like, with Black Panther, what a lot of that was, where, where they're like, okay, how do we, what's the narrative we can build around this to, like, encourage people to go see it? Um, I don't know that, like, people are making movies. Like, how do we make, I mean, sometimes they are. Yeah. But, you know, how do we make movies that, uh, I don't know, are, are it, exploiting a culture. I mean, it, it did feel good to see a superhero that was my skin color, though. I'll be honest with you. Like, it, feel, it hits different. Way darker <laughs> <than> you. <laughs> it hits different, though, when, sure. you know what I mean? When, when you have similarities with the superhero and with, with the, the characters in there. Um, I'll say that. It just hits different. And, and I was happy. I liked it. I didn't feel exploited either. I didn't feel pandered to with Black Panther. I mean, maybe a little bit, but not in a way that I felt disgusting or pan panthered to. <laughs> panthered to. <laughs> All right, uh, this has been Meme Lord Monday. <laughs> Bring them on. I appreciate you guys. Thanks you so much. <laughs> um, yeah, no, the, the yeah, dude. I I I appreciate your your perspective on that and. Um, I, I think, well, yeah, I'll just clarify so people don't think that I'm a horrible person. <laughs> uh, I think that there was a lot of politics and marketing. Same with the, the Ghostbusters. hundred uh, percent girl movie. Um, same with a uh, wrinkle in time. Um, I oh, just, yeah. I, you see all these, you know, guilt trips. And I think it harkens back for me to God's not dead in the sense that, you know, it's not that I don't, 
the reason why I like The Chosen is because I'm like, it's that sort of not uh, racial representation, but just like, oh, look, Jesus, the founder of the faith is actually represented in a believable way for yeah. once. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in a way, like God's not dead. The way that they guilt, the way that their fans guilt tripped people like, oh, if you don't like this movie, then you're, you must not be a Christian or you, you must not support this sort of thing. And that's what's frustrating, I think, in our world today uh, with things like Black Panther, where it's like, if you don't go see it, you know, then you have a problem or something. Or if you don't like it as much as, like, I like it because it has this representation. Well, that's great. But there's other aspects to the movie, just like I think God's Not Dead, just because it talks about Jesus doesn't mean I like it. It's not. I actually like things when it's good and representative. And I think Black Panther is good and representative. And then uh, Ghostbusters, uh, the girl one, <laughs> is bad. It's bad. Poorly it's just bad. And so when, that's a very glaring situation yeah. where the marketing team is like, if you don't like it, you're a misogynist. And it's like, but that's, that has nothing to do with, with it. Mm-hmm. I've seen lots of movies with lead characters of all different shapes, creeds, races, sizes, and genders, all on all of those spectrums. Uh, and honestly, I think the best example I've seen of somebody integrate like an actual like homosexual character would be um, the um, Last of Us um, series, mm. the yeah. video game. Have you played that? You play I video games, not. Kevin? I do play um, video games, but not that one. I would recommend it. It's the story is really good. It's like it is a movie story. (laughs) It's like the um, the Solid Snake. Uh, Yeah, I can't play those. The cutscenes are so long. Um, I don't know. Like I think I think The Last of Us does a good job of keeping it. Like it's not like that. Like Metal Gear is obnoxious. Metal Gear is just straight up obnoxious with that stuff. But The Last of Us, dude, it's so well put together. Like the I think the Naughty Dog Studios is is really really perfected the art of telling a story uh, through gameplay and cutscenes while not making it like forced down your throat. So like, is it as good as Doom? Doom is Doom is like a first person shooter. I don't know. Yeah. Games are that's a whole other field. <laughs> I'm, kidding. I'm kidding because <laughs> there is a story, but not really. In yeah, I know. It's just like I the kill demons them. have escaped the hole. <laughs> Shoot them. I kill. I kill the demon. <laughs> I don't know. Is that that's not a German accent? Oh my gosh! Right, he's German, know. right? I'm pretty sure he's German. Know. I don't think he ever talks. Okay. Yeah. Doom I don't guy. know. But uh, yeah, we do have to we do have to wrap it up here. Okay, um, fine. But uh, I, I will say, <laughs> <laughs> I will say, I appreciate you, Kevin. Man, everything you're doing. Um, tell people how they can give you the big bucks uh, besides um, the the Patreon thing because we. So I'll do that for you. I'll do that part for you. Okay. Support this man. Become a crew member of uh, SGK Plus, and yeah. uh, as we are here at Memes for Jesus, support him and get awesome bonuses and stuff. Kevin, uh, what, how else they can support the moon. you? Yeah, come join me on the moon. I mean, this COVID thing is just too much. <laughs> come to the moon. We were all COVID free. We've got super antibodies. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> how else can people like? Where else can people find you, Kevin? Uh, I'm right here. Uh, I'm, on the, I'm on the memes for Jesus. 
Facebook group. You can just message, you know, just post there. Say, Kevin, hello, <laughs> and I'll I'll be there. Just just shake your snow globe, and he'll I'll be there for show you. Show up. I'll be there for you. Yeah. At YouTube, I'm on YouTube. YouTube.com slash say goodnight, Kevin. There it is, Sometimes folks. Sometimes I post. Sometimes. I mean, you've been doing good. Yet, I mean, I got on your case about it when we when we hung out a little bit, and you did one like a month. <laughs> you did like two that month. I know. You went crazy. I burned myself out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for watching. This has been Meme Lord Monday. Uh, we're going to stop the live stream now and the recording. And uh, for those of you who tuned in, I appreciate you. All right, bye. Bye. There you go. That's Say Goodnight, Kevin. He's my great buddy. And if you want to hear the unedited version of this podcast where we talk about a whole bunch of other goofy stuff and just have a great time, uh, you can hit us up on our Supercast, which is basically like a, a Patreon where you can support us now for either $1 a month, $5 a month, or $20 a month. And each tier gets... A bunch of goodies, depending on how much you want to support us. And that enables us to do really cool stuff like this and also connect with amazing guests and uh, just continue doing what we're doing at the level that we're doing it. The link for our Supercast is in the show notes of this episode. You can just click on that and it'll take you right to our Supercast. But yeah, as always, I really appreciate you listening and I hope you have a great week. Bye.